0: Hey there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go. First off, welcome to 2020. We're a few weeks in, or maybe a month in. Who's... Calendars mean nothing, but thank you for sticking with me. I've had some hella bronchitis that's been kicking my butt, and not to mention moving across the country. But I'm slowly getting back into that groove, so I wanted to kick it off with one of my favorite shows. This week, I wanted to talk about Kyoyu Sentai Ju Ranger, the 16th season of Super Sentai. It is also the Super Sentai season they used to make the first season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And I'll be honest, when I was little, I started karate because I wanted to be an Ninja Turtle. And then the Power Rangers happened, and I was like, um, you mean I could be a kid that can morph into a warrior and have giant robots? Cool, cool, cool. Um, But real talk, I never really made it past Mighty Morphin. Not sure why I fell off. But also, still, Power Rangers don't really capture the same appeal to me as Super Sentai, but but maybe that's also just my perception from afar, because I haven't really given it a shot. Anyways, the flash forward to, like, 2016... Uh, I was gifted a box set of Kyoru Sentai Jew Ranger, and it blew my flippin' mind. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen all of the Super Sentai seasons. There's a lot. But Jew Ranger was my first full season experience as Super Sentai. And I mean, I knew the show existed, but I didn't know how accessible some of them would be until I received that first box set. I've seen multiple seasons now, but Jew Ranger just holds a special place in my heart. The Jew Rangers have a pretty dope origin, and yeah, I'm diggin' it. It has a level of comfort I don't get from other shows, particularly action shows. But I can curl up on my couch with some hot cocoa, a blanket, and watch some Jew Ranger. Hell yeah I can. So Kyoru Sentai Jew Ranger. Where to start? I guess our heroes, yeah? So our heroes have been frozen in slumber for a hundred and seventy million years. So keep that in mind. But the Red Ranger, or the Tyranno Ranger, is Prince Geki from the Yamato tribe. Tiny spoiler, Geki has an older brother, Barai, who is the Green Ranger. Um, there are some other spoilers here about their tangled past. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it really flushes out their relationship dynamic, so I won't take that from you. Then we have Goshe, who's the Black Ranger or the Mammoth Ranger, and he's my favorite. Uh, he's a knight from the Sharma tribe. He's also like second in command uh, to Geki. Uh, his older sister was killed by Bondra, who's the series villain, and she, and he has, like, vowed to defeat her. Uh, he also acts kind of, like, as, like, the level-headed one, uh, and, like, the big brother of the group. Uh, I don't know if it comes with age or just, like, with his, uh, training amongst his tribe, but he's, I believe, the only ranger that can read the ancient text. So, yeah, kind of a, a cool little ranger aside there. Uh, then, uh, we have Dan. Yeah, Dan. Uh, He's the blue uh, Tricera ranger, who was a knight for the Itof clan. Itofe? I can't remember. Uh, He's one of the younger rangers. I think he's actually kind of middle of the pack as far as age goes, but he's like incredibly childish. I would say discipline is not something that he has, um, especially in comparison to Ghosh, who's also a knight from his tribe. He's kind of a clusterfuck, um, but I like him. Oh, and there's Boy, who's a yellow tiger ranger. He's from the the Dame tribe or Dime tribe. I can't remember. They, we don't talk about the tribes. Um, and he was also a knight. Boy, it's dope though. He has a great outfit. Um, he's definitely the youngest. Uh, I would. I always think of like Curiosity Killed the Cat with him, um, especially because he's the tiger. Uh, it's funny, um, but he's like kind of. He's always doing flips. He's very agile. He can be stealthy like a cat, but he literally has like the dopest outfit and i think it's either in die ranger or kaku ranger which are two of the seasons that come after it um there's a woman who wears his outfit like as like a cool callback i can't remember which season uh, but i just remember being really excited about it because his outfit's so freaking cool and then last but certainly not least we have may well last out of the first like five core rangers she's the pink patera ranger she is a princess from the lithia tribe and honestly may wasn't my favorite she was a slow burn and then uh ends up being like super cool and strong and as an like as an individual and at the beginning of the series she's just kind of i don't being lame i guess i don't know i just i remember watching Ranger the first time and like everyone's kind of getting their moments and i'm like what the what's may gonna do um, But she, it, it's definitely a slow burn. She becomes like a, a critical member of the team and she really stands out as an individual. The, I, I can't remember. It's probably like halfway through. She gets a, an episode that kind of flushes out her character, but it, it's a long time coming. Um, She's really cool. And now our last ranger, Barai, the green dragon ranger. He's Geki's older brother and they have some stuff to work out. Like I said, it's yeah, I don't want to spoil it because it's kind of like story arc Pivotal, so I won't I won't take those twists and turns away from you, but he's a cool character. But let's jump into June Ranger. With me looking up some random things for this podcast, I found out that the season had a few firsts for the series, being the first series with a prehistoric animal motif, most certainly not the last, uh the first to incorporate fantasy elements instead of science fiction, the first to feature a mech comprised entirely of robotic animals, and the first to feature a sixth ranger. That's crazy, right? Ranger specifically the rangers uh come back from their suspended animation in the barza cave which is what i refer or how i refer to their their home base barza is this uh he's the assistant to the ranger perhaps like a sage uh but Bondura reappears and he's the one who goes and like brings them back to life and in, in this cave underground layer maybe in this place but i call it the barza cave as like a because it's cool it's actually a fun little aside, uh, when I first started podcasting, I did a podcast with my best friend and it was called the elegant brave Sentai and we would talk about uh Super Sentai seasons, uh and we referred to our recording area as the Barza Cave and that that's cool. Little 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 fun fact. But our Rangers, they're here to defeat Bandura, who's this she's such a good villain uh she's this this witch from the past and she hates children's happiness she has a song or two too i love it um her henchmen are great but her origins are really sad 170 uh, million years ago Bandera and uh she had a son kai and he he died and to seek revenge against the dinosaurs which i guess supposedly killed her son uh, she sold her soul to die satan and uh, in case you were curious, die Satan is a giant evil like icy face in the sky. yeah, he shows up a few times, but hundred and seventy million years ago the this battle ends between Bandera and the dinosaurs and our heroes or not our heroes the guardian beasts who now help our heroes um, and the dinosaurs end up becoming extinct. Bondora is somehow sealed away by the guardian beasts on a on planet Nemesis. And then flash forward 170 million years to 1992. We have two astronauts exploring planet Nemesis and accidentally unleash Bandara and her crew. And then Barza, our our mystery man, uh, awaken the rangers to protect Earth once again. So it's kind of this like 170 million year like whiplash right out of the gate. Actually, I don't even know how much setup because I feel like we do the flashback of like really fleshing out her son later in the series. I can't recall in the beginning, because I'm always just like, let's get to the Rangers! But yeah, it is kind of a little bit of a whiplash, and it also kind of humanizes Bondara. But uh, I freaking love her. I like, obviously Bondara, she plays Rita Repulsa in in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I don't, like I said, I don't have a lot of memories associated with the Power Rangers, at least with the show. I obviously watched it growing up. I have, like, all the toys, or I did... And, like, I think of her outfit, but I don't think of her as a character. So it'd be interesting to kind of go back and compare Bandera to Rita Repulsa, because a dope. But she also has her Dora monsters. So, like, each season you have this hierarchy, I guess, of th- the big bad, like Bandera. And then she has, like, some henchmen that are, like, specific. Like, uh, in her season she has Pleprechaun, who is uh, kind of like a hairy white chihuahua goat man like i don't i don't know how you would describe him um he makes the dora monsters and then you have like lami scorpion who has like ooh chef's kiss of a of a like armor set i guess and grafarzar who's uh also very cool um but pleprocon makes the dora monsters so he has this like clay machine so that's how you have like the, the the clay fighters and stuff yeah, so the Dora monsters uh, make up the bulk of like the monster of the week. Oh, and the and the guardian beasts. So I kind of glanced over them previously. They are magical beasts that banished Bandra 170 million years ago, but now have like uh, an astral projected like spiritual pu- presence, I guess. Uh, but they're also kind of like, infused in part of the mechs. And the mechs combine to make Daijujin, who uh, is my favorite mech, because he looks great. And I love his helmet and his feet and legs or whatever you want to call his, l- his lower limbs are made out of a triceratops and a saber-toothed tiger. Like, hell yeah. And then there's God King Brachion and Dragon Caesar. Like, ah, oh, God, it's magical. Magical guardian beasts. So good. So good. I think I dig this season because, yes, some of the acting is corny, but these characters are earnest. The characters all evolve, especially May. Like, a little shout out to my girl. I don't know if May's my favorite, I guess, but like, I'm happy to see like a, a lady playing like a, a, a more of a crucial uh, trajectory for the team because there's like some Super Sentai ladies and some of them are like a little lame. Like I always wanted Rin from Die Ranger to be like uh, more, like she like I guess like, mm, this sounds bad, but like she was just there, you know. I guess she, like she doesn't need a whole separate narrative from like the guys, but why not? Like her story is like defaultly different, and then you have Tsuruhime from Kaku Rangers, and she's like fucking badass, but she still acts like as as the caretaker and has that caretaker vibe with the boys. And, like, yes, they have, like, a dope, like, food cart or food truck or whatever, but she as this, like, ancient warrior, like, spirit thing, however you want to talk about Kaku Ranger, um, she just had this, like, maternal instinct that I felt was a little anti what her overarching narrative is. I don't know. But May's is a little bit more like well-rounded. But all the characters like Boy has a really good story arc and then you have this whole thing between Geki and Burai. Yeah, what's cool about I guess Super Sentai is you, you get thrown into a season and you like rapid fire learn these characters and they're like, cool, we have to save the, the universe now. And then you have your monster of the week stuff and it's like hella fast moving and then around episode 25 you have this like huge mid-season chaos event you know something happens and everybody seems doomed and then they come back from it and then there there's however that 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 rectifies itself there's like this calm and there's like these episodes that then you've just been like rapid fire going through things and then it's like cool here's Gosh. here's his backstory here his sister was killed and he wants to to beat bandara and it just really like fleshes out who he is and then you see like what you've learned from those episodes and how it impacts his interactions with others and it's just like yo why did you make me wait so long like i guess you had to get me invested in you know like the dire situation with earth but come on I was trying to pick a few episodes uh, to highlight. Honestly, if you're thinking about checking it out, maybe I'm going to just say episodes one through six. And I'm going to just do like a little little bloop of each. So like episode one is called The Birth. And episode two is The Revival. And it has Bondara reemerging and her using a spaceship shuttle, a space shuttle ship, what am I saying, uh, with children on it. And it's a trap. She's like, oh, I'll return it to Earth. But it's just to get the G-Rangers. And then um, that's followed by Fight in the Land of Despair, which is uh, episode three. And it has the Jew Rangers uh, with their weapons and they all get destroyed. So you think, which is kind of an interesting, you know, episode three, you have this powerful witch who's come back from the past and these legendary warriors coming back and all their weapons are broken. And so there's like this immediate, like, helplessness. And then you have episode four, Reawaken Legendary Weapons, which... The Rangers have these trials to complete in this like weird castle, I guess. Um, they get their weapons back and they're like stronger than ever, I guess. And they combine them and they make the Howling Cannon, which is uh, maybe my favorite weapon name and maybe my username on a few uh, websites out there when I when I lurk. Uh, but then you have episode five, which is Scary Riddles, which is just a really great example of the Monster of the Week formula. And then you have Arise Daijujin, which is amazing because that's when they get their giant mech warrior form and and then you know probably by then you're like hella hooked but i mean yes six episodes are uh that's a, a pretty significant chunk to be like give it six episodes but like you might be hooked at one i just like six because it introduces kind of the flow of the show with you know kind of introducing these characters you get bandara and barza in episode one the rangers i guess more significantly in two and then you kind of like three and four, three, four, five, you, you see how the, the, it's a great example of like how individual episodes flow as well as kind of like how they flesh out the narrative. And then like six, I just threw in there because I like Daiju and I'm selfish. The show is good. Also, I'd be a horrible person if I didn't mention that intro song. It's freaking great. It took me a few times, but it'll get stuck in your head. Uh I just wanted to share my love for this this season. Super Sentai is a wild ride. I didn't uh want this to be a crazy long podcast so I'm sorry that I'm uh a, a, a little bit all over the place, but I but I genuinely love it and I hope you check it out. And, and and like hopefully you enjoy it even if it's just a little bit. Um it's streaming around the internet. You can find it for sure. Uh Shout Factory has a bunch of these on DVD um as the box sets. Um but yeah, it's great. Thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and if you did, I hope you share it with a friend and follow me on the social medias at We Are Okay Retro to see what I'm up to. Also, check out that Twitch at We Are Okay Retro if you want to hang out in real time. Uh, thank you guys again for hanging out with me and you know waiting in the wings as I uh, move across the country and finally am starting to feel better. I still have a little bit of a weird voice, but you know, like, whatever. I missed you guys. I wanted to talk about something I was really excited about. Uh, Next week, uh, should I start teasing what the next things are? I'll feel that out. But next week, I'm also excited about what I'll be talking about. Yeah, I'm just excited to be back and be making, and I hope you enjoy. Until next time.